Hi, this is Andrew, and I'm the Assistive Technology Specialist for the Mamaroneck uh, School District in New York State. I uh, invite you to visit our website at mamkschools.org slash AT. And now, I invite you to enjoy the AT Tips podcast. Welcome to the AT Tips cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode 107, recorded on December 23rd, 2012. Did you hear the news? Let me play a little fanfare to get you ready for the big announcement. The AT Tips cast won the 2012 Edublog Award for the best podcast series. I was truly amazed and honored to receive the award this year. I was at the Virginia Society for Technology and Education Conference when the shortlist of nominees was posted. Voting took place the ensuing week, and I didn't even have time to put together an AT Tips cast episode telling everyone about the award and urging everyone to vote. I know, I'm a bad podcaster. Bad, bad, bad podcaster. But I did throw together a few quick and fun other advertisements using various web tools and iOS apps. I posted the entire hodgepodge for you to check out over at attipscast.com. Thank you all for voting. I'll display that badge proudly forever on the side of attipscast.com. Now, on with the show. Let's roll right into attip 306, read and write for Google Docs in the Chrome browser. Texthelp Systems has been a long-time sponsor and friend to the AT Tips Cast. If you've heard episodes of the AT Tips Cast from previous seasons, you've heard the spots advertising products produced by Texthelp like Read and Write Gold, Fluency Tutor, and their suite of web apps. Well, back in September, Texthelp released a pretty significant and robust tool that's useful for students with and without disabilities. The best thing about this tool is that it's free to the public, at least for the time being. Of course, what I'm talking about is read and write for Google Docs, and here's how it works. Google Docs is free. It's a free online word processor. It allows users to create and collaborate on documents in real time. Read and write for Google Docs provides the support tools needed to make these documents more accessible for integrating some of Read and Write Gold's most popular support features. Now, Google Docs runs in various browsers like Internet Explorer and Mozilla Firefox, but in order to use what I'm about to describe to you, you need to use Google's Chrome browser. The good news is the Chrome browser is free and it works in both PC and Mac environments. Google Chrome is easy enough to find. In fact, if you're not using it, Google suggests you switch over to it with a reminder at the top of the corner of the screen every time you use Google.com. Once you have Google Chrome installed, you'll need to install the Read and Write app from the Chrome Web Store. In order to do this, you'll need a Google account, but again, that's free too. In fact, I'm going to stop saying that. Instead, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that anytime you are being asked to pay any money, then you've done something wrong. Just... Everything I describe here is free. Once you've signed up for a Google account, visit the store at chrome.google.com slash webstore. That's chrome.google.com slash webstore. Then do a search for Read and Write for Google Docs. Once you find it, you'll see an Add to Chrome button on the screen. Click the button to install the app. The app will automatically install, and then its icon will appear in the App section of the New Tab page. Now, when you open a Google document, you'll see a purple and white icon with the text Read and Write in it at the top 
of your browser window. When you click on it, it lowers to display nine different tools useful for students. The first of these tools is the dictionary function. Put your cursor anywhere in a word and click the icon to reveal a definition of a word. Click anywhere in the definition to have it read aloud. I love that you don't have to highlight a word, but just click anywhere within a word and that will activate the function. The second tool, the picture dictionary, reveals a picture of a word when one is available. The third tool, the play button, reads the text on the screen aloud with highlighting. The entire sentence is highlighted yellow and the word currently being read out loud is highlighted in blue, which is helpful for students to visually track along as they listen. On the far right of the toolbar is a settings icon where the user can choose one of three speeds, change the voice, and make a selection as to whether or not they want the read aloud function to continue on to ensuing sentences or stop after the selected sentence is read. To give users further control over the playback function, the toolbar has a pause button and a stop button. Pausing will allow the user to pick up reading right where it left off. Stopping the audio means that the reading will start at the beginning again or wherever the user next places the cursor. The Fact Finder tool allows the user to do a Google search for whatever term is highlighted. The Translator tool allows the user to select a single word, which is then translated into Spanish in a pop-up window. Built right into Google Docs is the ability to change the background text behind words, you know, like highlight words or blocks of text for various reasons. The Collect Highlights tool extracts all those highlights, grouping them together by color or position, and then places them in a pop-up window along with a bibliography. Then you can hit the Copy to Clipboard button and paste the highlights into another document. The bibliography comes too, so we're citing, not stealing. There are many ways to use this feature. For instance, students could identify different parts of speech or different vocabulary words using highlighting and then extract those to generate lists of words from which they can study. Back in the day when I was in school and I was writing reports, I'd get a book, highlight parts in different colors, then write that information on index cards, then move the cards around to sort them, and then write the essay in my own words. That's just how I learned how to do it. With the Collect Highlights tool, students are doing the same activity, but they have the benefit of the computer and all the digital tools surrounding them. So let's say a student is doing an essay on ferrets. That student finds an awesome digital resource on ferrets. The student could copy the entire text and then put it into a Google Doc. Then that student could highlight all the items about what a ferret eats in blue, all the information about what a ferret looks like in pink all the information on ferret behavior in green, and all the reasons why people love ferrets in yellow. Then, that student can hit the Extract tool to have all that information grouped together, ready to be rewritten in his or her own words. How awesome is that? Now, there is one last tool in the toolbar that I need to tell you about. I recently showed this tool in the client version of Read and Write Gold, which we have on all of our instructional machines in our school district. When I showed this feature to the teacher, she had the same reaction as every other teacher I've ever shown it to. Her eyes grew wide in surprise, and her mouth dropped wide open, amazed at what she just saw. The tool I'm talking about is the Vocabulary Builder, and here is how it works. In Google Docs, highlight words you like to put into a list, like a study guide, spelling list, vocabulary list, or even a list of, these are the words that are hard for me. Then, select the Vocabulary Tool. All of the highlighted words are collected into a table, which opens in a new browser tab. The table has four columns, which are, from left to right, word, where the word is displayed, meaning, where the definition of the word is displayed, symbol, 
where a picture or pictures of the word is displayed, and then a blank notes column where a student can enter text like using the word in a sentence. The new guide can then be saved, printed, or copied, which can then be pasted into a new document. Teachers can quickly create study guides to distribute to students, but I think it's even better for students to create their own study guides by highlighting the words themselves or by doing a group activity where they build the word list together. Like I said, teachers are amazed by this feature, and I know you will be too. In fact, I'm certain you'll be amazed by just about all of these tools. And if you haven't done so already, I really hope you check out Read and Write for Google Docs in the Chrome browser. Texthelp has developed a concise but detailed video describing the functions of each tool in the toolbar. You can check that out at bit.ly read write google docs video that's bit.ly read write google docs video but i'll have that embedded over at attipscast.com as well i have two quick reminders for you before we wrap up today first a big congratulations to the good people over at the flying books app flying books won the 2012 edublog award for best mobile app you might recall that episode 105 was all about the flying books app Hooray to them! You might also remember that my wife and I have a fully illustrated ebook called Dragonfly Dragonfly Show Us the Way, available for $2.99 in the Flying Book Store. What you might not have remembered is that Christmas is almost here, and if you've got any last-minute shopping you've got to get done, I hope you consider gifting Dragonfly Dragonfly Show Us the Way to a loved one. Secondly, I wanted to remind you that Beth Potts and I will be working with a bunch of people down in Orlando, Florida on January 29th and 30th at the ATIA conference. Right now, we have seven or eight people signed up for the two-day workshop, which makes it a nice, intimate group. It also means that we still have room for more if you'd like to participate. We're going to be talking all things universal design for learning and how to proliferate that culture throughout your school district. Come join us. It'll be better than sitting around the pool or going to Disney or exploring Universal Studios. In fact, it'll be better than all of those things combined. You can learn more, read all about it, and register over at bit.ly slash missionatia. That's bit.ly slash missionatia. Here's a big thanks to Andrew Hess from the Memorinec Union Free School District in New York for the bumper he did at last year's ATIA. Andrew took the idea of a strategy a day calendar and ran with it. He created a tip of day website for his school district. You can check it out and all the resources he shared over at bit.ly slash mamacal. That's bit.ly slash mamacal. Andrew, if you're listening, I hope we get to see you at ATIA this year. And one last thing, if you're out there using ATVL to go, I hope your database of customized recommendations is coming along nicely. I know mine is. A recent update added some additional features people were asking about, like the ability to export pictures to the camera roll, which is huge. If you do any type of evaluation and you're looking to get yourself a present this year, I hope you consider ATVL to go. You can learn all about it from bit.ly slash ATVL to go. Thanks again, everyone, for voting and making the AT Tips Cast the 2012 EduBlog Award winner for Best Podcast Series. It's the best gift I could have received for the holidays. Thank you. Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive and may all your strategies be supportive. Happy New Year, everyone!